It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Henry. Yeah, he's Henry now. We got to change. Just today. Yeah, we have to change all of the websites. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. I'm Steve. Yeah, well, you know, there was a fugitive situation. Steve has to go on witness protection. But yeah, so uh, here we are again. And now, for the first time in a long time, we have our full complement, almost full complement of studio audience. Yeah, so... Now, we do have a glass. We always had a glass between us and them. I mean, you know, you don't know who's getting in here. Yes. But um, I think all of our protocols meet the state guidelines, so we're good. Th- you know, speaking of that, think about the companies that were about to go under. Right. The plastic companies. Because, you know, they can't make any. You know, what do plastic companies make? Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, they, they got plastic shields everywhere you go. Everywhere These guys you are go. rich. I was in a dollar store the other day and it's like they're like in their own little booth i would never take them down they would be there for the rest oh I yeah mean, this, this that's the way it would work oh yeah especially in banks oh i probably would have had one up way before yeah. the before the pandemic yeah now it's just a, a normal thing that's just the way it's going to be now but um but yeah so we're all, we're all back almost full compliment the weather's getting better we were i saw that the plants and the flowers are being planted out on the veranda. We'll be shooting, uh, recording outside soon. Oh, I have a story to tell you, but we'll get into it later on. Speaking of plants and uh, whatever it was you said. Flowers. Flowers. Speaking of the plants and flowers, I went to the Biltmore. Oh, that's right. You did, so the gardens. You? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. That was nice, yeah. I'm sure. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Of course, we're going to do our movie countdown. Um, I think this week is from 21 20 to 16. To, yeah, is it 20 to 16? 20 yeah. to 16. Counting down. But before we do any of that, I want to acknowledge a couple of podcasts, um, a pup, couple uh, episode, and a couple of reviews I did. Uh, first thing I got to tell you now, you want to hear, now you remember the Slay Queens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Slay Queens right yep. here in Cincinnati. The number two podcast. The number two. Well, they're tied for two with uh, a Cincy fan talk. Yes. yes. Because who's number one? That would be us. The core extra podcast. We always like to say number one in our neighborhood. Yep. The um, So look, they in have a- studio. In our studio. <laughs> <laughs> We're number one in our studio. So they have an episode, March 30th episode. It's called Girlfriends, Roommates, and Exes. Like an ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend, right? Got it. It's the craziest story you ever heard. I'm telling all of you, after you listen to us, of course, and some others, <laughs> go to the March 30th episode of the Slay Queens podcast. It is insane. And I would just give you a piece of advice, like they said in the podcast. If you have a significant other move in with you, and then they want their ex to move in, no. Ooh. The answer is no. Because it's not going to end well. Let's just put it that way. Well, it's, I mean, it's not going to end the rent three ways, then. So that's that's or or, good, or, or the funeral. <laughs> you can split three ways. It's altogether different. How old are these people? If they're younger, yeah, it gets that way. When you get to be our age, it's like, hey, that's extra money. The answer is always no. <laughs> it's a reason that person was an ex, and it wasn't because 
they were easily uh, yeah. they were easy to get along with. So anyway, it's the March 30th episode of um, the Slay Queens podcast, and they all their all their shows are good, but that one is particularly insane. Takes place out in Las Vegas. You've heard of Vegas. I personally am not a gambler and I don't go there, but I've heard that you like to go every September, the first weekend of football season. Now the other, I did a couple of other reviews of five K reviews out while I was strolling my five K that five K is getting slower and slower too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, used to run, run, walk, walk, run, stroll, ride the cart and ride. Now it's riding the cart. Maybe drive a 5K. So I want to read you a couple of reviews I did over on Podchaser and encourage you to go and uh, read them and log on to Podchaser and join Podchaser. It's a good way to acknowledge other podcasts. The first one is Chat Smash, one word, Chat Smash Podcast. So let me tell you, let me read the review. This podcast is hilariously entertaining and well worth the subscription and download. I listened to the premiere episode, found all three hosts easily relatable, and I'm looking forward to powering through other shows and have already added them to my rotation. I suggest you do the same. It's the Chat Smash podcast. It's hilarious. These guys are funny. The one guy on there, I can't remember his name right now. I think it's Finn or Finley. He just, they'll be talking and he'll just tell a random joke, like out of nowhere. He'll tell a random joke and it's usually pretty funny, but. Are they from Cincinnati? No, I believe the Chat Smash guys are in London, England. I think. I think. I mean, it's like Monty Python jokes. No, no, no. Do no, we no. get them? No. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yeah. No, they're hilarious. They're okay. funny. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, there's another podcast called Life Paranormal with V. Oh. Of course, V is the host. And um, this is a paranormal podcast, but it's a little different because. She is in that world where she's experienced things her whole life, and now she's relating these experiences So, and, and with guests. So let me read what I wrote about Life Paranormal with V. A different take on paranormal stories as the host and her guests bring real-life experiences from an authentic place. The information provided is done always with an eye on creating a safe place for people of all ages to share and manage their experiences and encounters. This is a positive, cerebral, and soulful podcast that is a welcome addition to my rotation. Please check it out. A very good podcast. Now, I was listening to this one when I was when it was dark outside, and I was walking down on a band uh, an empty trail. So I had to switch over to the Chat Smash guys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> lighten it yeah. up a little bit. But um, those are those are my two for this week. Two five K reviews. One is Chat Smash. You can find Chat Smash and Life Paranormal with V, both podcasts. You can find them anywhere. You can find them on podchaser.com and anywhere you podcast. So I suggest you uh, check those out. So those are my two for the week. Sounds good. I think I'll watch them. Or listen to them. Yeah, well, you know, I'm looking out the window at a squirrel climbing up bird feeder. That's why I said watch. You got to see. Yeah, that's the... He's out of control. He's out of control. So uh, you were telling me you yes, took a trip. Recently. I did. I took a trip this last weekend. And I think I told you this before. You mm-hmm. know, I'm 60 years old. I probably got 20 years left. So I'm going to try to hit every state 
before I go. Stay in every state. Mm-hmm. So, and, and not just drive through. You got to stay. So, we usually go down to Gatlinburg once a year. And I'm sure everybody listening, well, maybe people don't, are out of country. Uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Very big place. Look it up on your, you'll want to go there if you if you haven't been there before. And it's close to, uh, it's mo- well, it's in the Smoky Mountains. The most popular destination of national parks in the country. Um, so we decided that we would sp- go to the other side of the Smokies and stay in a place called Bryson City. Now, Bryson City's in North Carolina. And no disrespect to our North Carolina uh, listeners, but I don't think I'll ever get back to North Carolina. Right. So I decided, let's go to North Carolina. Right. And we'll stay there. So we stayed in a uh, chalet, which was beautiful in North Carolina, uh, in Bryson City. So I got to go to get there. Now, I'm thinking you go through Gatlinburg, you go up over the mountain to Cherokee, and Bryson City's right there. Right. So uh, my GPS, which I think I have the dumbest GPS (laughs) in the world, got me off. Two exits before Gatlinburg. Now, the couple we were with got off two exits after Gatlinburg. That's why their GPS said. And uh, they made it there in five hours. We, on the other hand, got off two exits before and went through the mountains. And I'm talking about this is not going through the Smoky Mountains. This is going through some other mountain range. And this mountain range was not taken care of like the Smoky Mountains. It was 15 miles an hour up and down uh, through North Carolina. We went through those mountains. Mm-hmm. So we get up there and we go through the mountains. And I mean, I am white knuckling it through here because there's no guardrails, no nothing. You go all the way to the top and all the way to the bottom. Really? Oh, yeah. It was. And it just so happened there was a motorcycle convention in town. And even coming at us, those guys, instead of going 15, are going 40. And they're laying them out and laying back and forth. And going up the mountain, they have to pass because, you know, for some reason, they have to go 40 miles an hour no matter where they are. There was actually a sign. I think I told you this. There was actually a sign going up the mountain that said, next 11 miles, very dangerous to motorcyclists, lots of deaths. Lots of deaths. Yeah, going Damn. up the mountain. Because, you know, nothing against our motorcycle listeners, but sometimes they get kind of goofy. You know, and they think they can, you know, handle it because they're all experienced motorcycle riders. So, finally, I get up there, go down the mountain. I have no cell connection whatsoever in the mountains. This sounds like a beginning of a horror movie. Oh, it was. It was. It took me where it normally should have taken maybe six hours when you stop, mm-hmm. eight hours to get to Gatlinburg. Good Lord, you could have went to you could have went to Atlanta. I could have went to <laughs> Gatlinburg and home, <laughs> right, <laughs> and back again. So the other couple is like already there. They, they got there at four thirty. We get there at six thirty. Yeah, they're already moved in. Had yeah. a couple of drinks yeah. and wondering where we are. So we finally get there because they can't call you either. Can't call me, and I can't call them. So we finally end up in Bryson City, 
and I see a sign. It says Cherokee, five miles that way. <laughs> okay, where I could have went through Gatlinburg, up over the mountain, the Cherokee made a left and gone five miles. Instead, I went four hundred miles out of my way. It was it was the worst trip ever. So when you saw the sign that says St. Louis Arch, <laughs> two miles, you knew you, you knew you went the long way around. Yeah, I knew I was in the long way around. Um, so, but eventually you get there, nice city, Bryson city, nice little town, 1300 people. Uh, it's the North Carolina. It's like on the entrance to the Smokies on the North Carolina side. Um, they also have a railroad train that takes you on a trip, takes you on a trip for about four and a half hours, two and a half hours out through the mountain and then back. And buy some lakes and all kind of stuff. Uh, one of the lakes was 550 feet deep. Damn. You know what that means? Nessie. Oh, oh yeah. It was a monster in there yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, and you you know, you go by, you see all these houseboats on the lake. I mean, beautiful place. So, we get this uh, train. You got two tickets. Well, first of all, there's three tickets. You can ride in an open-air car. It was 50, it's 50 degrees out. No. So you can see that. Then they had one for 46 and one for 76. 76 was first class. Now, you know, normally you might say, okay, I'll just ride in the 46. And, you know, when we get to where we're going, we'll have something to eat, things like that. So we decide, you know, we're not going to do this ever again. We'll get the first class ticket. Even though going on, all of us said, uh, you know, how much better could this be? You were riding in a diner car for 76. You was riding in a passenger car for 46. Open air. No. Oh, okay. Not the open air, regular. Oh, oh okay. So, I mean, so. so I'm, not, I'm not doing the open air even if no, it's 90. No. So, um, as soon as we get there, I can see this is going to be special. They offer us a mimosa. First thing we do, sit down. So, you know, that's five bucks. They give us a tumbler, plastic tumbler with the train on it, which no one else on the train got, only the first class kids, and free refills of, al- of drinks, not alcohol, Pepsi cup products or whatever. Um, no one else on the train can purchase anything. So that's 10 bucks. Then they give us a meal, which is a hot meal. So that's another 15 bucks. Then they give us a tote bag which I saw in the gift shop was five bucks. Then they give us a piece of cheesecake, homemade cheesecake, which, you know, in any restaurants, seven to 10 bucks. So we're making out like bandits. So, and we got a lady that walks our car that just, it basically gives us a guided tour. Tells us to look over there for the, for this and that and this. But one thing she did point out, and if you're not familiar with this, if you're not familiar with the trail of tears, it's when, the government made all the Cherokee leave, took them out, sent them out west. Some of them stayed back. And the eastern branch of the Cherokee Nation, the western branch of the Cherokee Nation, my understanding, if you stayed back and, you know, not fought it out, but endured the hardships, you get part of the casino money a month. The west guys don't get it. Oh. Just the eastern now, I could be wrong, but I had heard that story. But she showed us the caves as we're going along the uh, 
railroad, point in the mouth, where the Cherokee hid out from the government. It was pretty sharp. I mean, it was a nice, nice tour. And uh, she says, now we're going to pull into the station. We pull in this station, and it is a, uh, the Appalachian Trail runs along this railroad route. And this is a place you can get off on the Appalachian Trail if you need supplies, if you need a toothbrush, or if you want to get a dinner. Now, we didn't have time to eat dinner. So there's people in the $46 one. They still can't eat. So now they're, and then when we go back, it's going to be four and a half, and they haven't had anything to eat. We got a meal, so we're up ahead. Now they are thirsty, so they go into the store, and they're selling bottles, 24-ounce bottles of Coke for $8. So you can see where I'm going with this. We made out like bandits by getting the first-class ticket. Get the first-class ticket with the meal. You'll make out like bandits. So this stop is a stop on the Appalachian Trail, which is, I found out, 2,400 miles, which I think me and you are going to walk next year, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it both ways. Yeah. but <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of 5K reviews. <laughs> yeah. So I asked the guy, what's it cost to walk the Appalachian Trail? Well, you know, obviously it's free, but what do you have to bring with you? Well, first thing I thought, you better bring a gun. Because oh, there's been like eight murders on oh, the Appalachian Oh, track. that's the first thing you better bring. But he said it cost about 1000 a month to walk the Appalachian Trail. Oh, yeah? Now, I'm like, what? Well, he said, you know, you take off. I mean, you just don't walk it and then go back to work on Monday. You walk the trail. It takes like six months to walk the trail. So... You got to pay for your phone. Right. You got to pay for your house payment while you're gone. Got to pay your car payment. Oh, yeah. Even though, So it, it it comes up that it's yeah it costs some money. So nobody could get a meal because the train was only there for an hour. And the train leaves, it don't wait for you. So that was a great trip. So we go back into town. And with your ticket, you got a, a ticket to the railroad museum. And I'm thinking to myself. All right, they gave it to me free. I'm going to go inside. It was the Cooperstown of model railroad trains. And I am like not really? into railroad trains. It you know, probably had trains. to be pretty cool, though. It was the Cooperstown of trains. They had three huge layouts set up. And then they had all these engines. And everything you could think of was around on walls. And the prices that they're worth. It was really interesting. I think I spent an hour in there, and I'm not a train guy. I I think I had a train when I was a kid. Um, But other than that, it was well worth it. But I noticed on the layouts, it's it's almost like being an artist. I can't paint. I can't see it. I look at a painting. I can't see that. It's the way this model railroad train was laid out. Now, look, what are you going to put on a model railroad train? Tunnels, bridges. Right. So I start looking around, and there are guys building a house with cinder block. Oh, yeah. And there's six guys standing around with axes. So it's very detailed. Detailed. There's a fire in the woods, and there's a fire truck pulled up with firemen with hoses squirting water out. I mean, it's like I I couldn't see that. No, I'm not. I can't do anything like that. I'm not artistic enough to to see that. But uh, it was a great time. I highly recommend taking the train 
out of Bryson City if you're ever in Bryson City. Or just drive to it. If you're in Cherokee, drive to Bryson City, take the train. So we would go back, spent the night in the cabin. Very nice. I couldn't believe how close the stars are when you're up in the mountain. I mean, you I can know, literally right. reach out and touch them. It is different in the mountains oh. and stuff. Oh, I'm telling you. But uh, then the next day, when I said, speaking of flowers, mm-hmm. we went to the Biltmore. Oh, that had to be cool. Oh, Biltmore's like in Asheville, North Carolina, about 60 miles from Bryson City. So we drive to to uh, the Biltmore. Everything's fine until you turn into the Biltmore. Now, I think the Biltmore was like 70 bucks a person to see, but it was well worth it. Um, so we drive into the uh, driveway to go to the Biltmore. The driveway to the house is like five miles through the woods. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Really? Um, and But it's backed up. And we get all the way. Wait, you mean the traffic? Traffic. Oh, okay. On this five mile drive. Okay. And we get all the way up to where it's backed up. And there's one man standing there. And he's stopping every single car. And he says to you, Do you want to walk to the Biltmore or would you like to tram to the Biltmore? Tram that way, walk that way. Instead of holding the sign saying, Walk that way, tram that way, and never having to stop anybody. He is stopping every single car. Now, is he all dressed up or yeah. have on like a uniform? Yes, or? he was a, yeah, he was an old guy. Yeah, so yeah, this he, is a big to-do. I yeah, mean. I mean, I don't want to say nothing to him. Right. You know, you don't want to see a guy lose his job, but he can hold a sign and do the same thing. <laughs> right. Parking that way, walking that way. And that was all. But he had to stop every single car and say, where do you want to do? You want to walk? You want to park? He, he probably owns the place. <laughs> So, so the Biltmore is a, was originally 125,000 acres. 125,000 acres? Yeah, yeah. Good now Lord. it's down to about eight. But they donated the rest of the land to the forestry or something. Biltmore, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can get a guided tour, but we couldn't get that. You can wear headphones and walk around, but they didn't tell you about the headphones till you were in the house. So, <laughs> so, or you can take a private tour. Well, that's how they got rich, all these scams. And, and what I found out, the Vanderbilt owned that Biltmore. What I found out was funny was, I think they lived in New York. I think that's what it said. I cannot remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But he lived with his mother. And he decided, I don't want to live here with mom no more. So they took a trip to North Carolina, and he saw this land and decided to build the Biltmore. Because <laughs> so, he didn't want to live with so his mom. No he didn't want to live with his mom, so he went and got 125,000 acres. God. The, the, it's outstanding. I mean, there were rooms in here that were... Um, well, tell me about that one room. You told me, like, the oh, sitting room is as oh, big as your whole house. The sitting room was as big as my whole house, and it literally had everything in it. It had a dining room, a dining table in it, a lounging area, um, a place that you could paint, you know, a painting room and all that stuff like that. It had everything but a TV and a microwave. <laughs> that was the only thing. That it was didn't the only have. thing it didn't have. And that was that. just a room where they go sit. And that talk. was just a room room where they go sit and talk. And it's like, I, I, it's hard to explain because it's not like a 
a room in your house. It's it's an open hall, and they just took one end of the hall and made it the sitting room. Wow. When you walk in, there's a dining room, and off the dining room is the smoking room. And now, I don't know why you couldn't do this, but you can't talk guns in the smoking room because next door is the gun room. They got a gun room. Gun room. So I guess you go into the gun room to talk guns. But you could see it was all, the women were not allowed in those areas. There's 43 bathrooms in the place. And we didn't. 43. I used everyone. I was going to say, did you go to everyone? (laughs) I don't, I think they showed one. Um, what I did find was the bedrooms are rather small. Even the master bedrooms were small. And, you know, you see those house hunters who the people are 25, 26 years old, and their budget's $1 million. You seen that on TV? Oh, yeah. Every time when I, when I would watch that, it'd be a couple. They're like, like you just said, they're 20s. What's your budget? Oh, $1.6 million. Yeah, I'm 1. like, what? Yeah, that's your budget. I did see one one time in Cincinnati, and it was in a section of Cincinnati, Arlington Heights. Mm-hmm. Not a rich area, nice area. And his budget was 56000 <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, finally, somebody in my range. So that would have got you like the entranceway to the Biltmore. Oh. Just like where they hang the coats. Yeah, yeah, where they hang the coats. But I'm, I'm assuming the Biltmore was more or less... With all that area, it must have been Freeloader City. You know, people would just come like 40, the Great Gatsby. For, just, just stay there forever. 43 bathrooms. 43 bathrooms. You and and just, I saw one. You should have just took off running. So I'm looking for the bathroom. <laughs> I saw one bathroom. And I, I don't know. And I only saw five bedrooms. So it can't be 43 bathrooms for five bedrooms. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it was just, you have to see it one time. So we go, after you go there, and then you go to the gardens. And the gardens are unbelievable, especially if you love foliage and things like that. I mean, it was just, it was tulip season. So there must have been a 1,000 tulips. Oh, 100,000 tulips. And then past that is the... Um, like the conservatory, the greenhouse. And they have all kind of things in the greenhouse. So they had a dairy farm. They had a horse barns. They had a winery. I mean, it's just, it's now, unbelievable. Now how many people live there with this joker when he built that? I you mean, know who, what? Who's all, who's question. all there? I mean, I can't imagine that. Okay, let's just say that during the times he... He had a lot of kids. Let's just say he had eight kids. Well, damn. That's eight kids. I mean, I'm just saying it. Eight kids, him and his wife. Ten people live in that house. I'm telling you, it's Freeloader City. Yeah. I mean, what was going on there? People would just come in, probably, or he'd have a party and they'd stay for months. They would have to. Yeah. I mean, these are all rich people. They they didn't have to get back to work. Yeah. You know, after the party. but Yeah. None of them have to work. I wonder what the deal was. I don't know, but it, it was. And what kind of pain in the ass would he have to be is his mom's like, just get out. Go somewhere. Here, we'll buy you 125,000 acres. Just and, get out of yeah. here. And all the stone was brought in for the house. So Was Anderson Cooper there? Anderson Cooper was not there. He was not there. 
but I'm sure he's I'm sure, lounged around. In I'm there. sure Kevin Hart was. Yeah, <laughs> he's everywhere. I did see the rock, so you might well, be right. Well, then Kevin Hart yeah, Kevin. was in one of those bedrooms. If the rock was there, I'll tell you, it's, it's well worth the trip. We spent three days down there, not at the Biltmore. Three days at the cabin, and it was nice. Had fires every night. It was just yeah. nice to get away. Now, can you spend the night in the Biltmore? No. Is there a section where? No. Oh, but there okay. are. But you can stay around the hotel. There right? are on the grounds, like um, not a hotel. A what do they call it? Like a bungalow or something like yeah, that. Yeah, on the grounds. So you can stay on the grounds. Yeah, but not anywhere near the Biltmore. Right. It's on one of the. 8,000 acres away from right. the Biltmore. Anyway, that was my trip to North Carolina, and that knocks the state off of my... Do what now? That knocks the state off oh, of my state, my 50 states that I am yeah. going to try to stay in. And I'm going on a trip to West Virginia. We have listeners in West Virginia, though. Yeah. But I've I mean, been I, there. I've been there. I'm going to see how nice it is. Yeah. So that's one to knock off. You know what's going to be hard is the Rhode Islands and... Yeah, it's going to have to be a That's trip, hard. trip that goes up the East Coast and you stop. And then the South Dakotas and North, of, North well, Dakota. Well, I almost hit South Dakota last week. Yeah? They had a Frontier had like a $52 round trip to South Dakota. South Dakota. And I thought, let's go. Do they have a casino there? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Deadwood? Is Deadwood in South Dakota? I don't. You know, I don't know. But I'll tell you what. $52 round trip, get that, spend the night at the casino, boom, back. Well, that's what I said. I mean, my girlfriend said, well, what's in South Dakota? I said, I don't know, 52 bucks. Round trip. <laughs> right. We'll find something to do. Right. We'll go out and have dinner. Well, if there's a casino there, I know what you'll do. Yeah, if there's a casino there. I think yeah, Deadwood's in South Dakota. I think it, it may be. Yeah, and I'd, so is um, um, Mount Rushmore. Well, yeah, but I meant. Yeah. So is that a casino, Mount Rushmore? I'm sure there's one underneath. <laughs> Those four heads just roll over. Yeah. See, that'd be an idea, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't. I don't know. But those would be tough because it's like, well, you Mount Rushmore, yeah. But like, there's nothing to see in Iowa. Not that there's nothing to been see. There. Yeah, but see, I've never been there. Stayed in Iowa. I've never been to Idaho. I yeah. think I added it once. I've been in like thirty something states. But 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 did, did but, you spend the night? I was, the gonna, night. I was going to say, I didn't count. Just driving through. Okay. I counted that I actually did something. Some of them you can probably knock off the list because I didn't stay overnight, but I was there all day. I heard, There was one you know, couple that we knew. They counted it as having a meal. Yeah. In the state. I can see that. Because, see, I was in, okay, here's, here's, oh, no, I did. I spent the night in Pennsylvania because I went to Pittsburgh once. Yeah. But there's been times like, I went to a seminar in Wheeling, West Virginia, but we stayed in Ohio because it's just across. It's like right, right. Cincinnati and Covington. So I was there for three days all day, but I didn't spend the night there. Were you there at night at all? Well, the seminar is like eight to five. Did you see the Mothman? I saw them. That's why I didn't stay there. <laughs> That's why I stayed in Ohio. Does everybody know so, what the Mothman is? So I don't know. So I guess that counts, you know? No. Because I was there all day. Nope. Three well, days. I guess it could be on yours. Yeah, but I didn't Mine, spend the night spend there. The night. Yeah, it was easier for me to spend the night in Ohio than stay there. Okay, they don't know. count on mine. But I'll let 
you know. Count on you. And you know the problem is I have a court order. I can't. Yeah, you. I can't. Right. I can't leave. Spend the night out of state. No, without permission. All right. Well, that that concludes my trip. If we may. That cut, concludes the whole day's episode. Yeah, we may cut some of that out. No, no, no. Oh, if you listen to this podcast, you clearly don't have anything else to no, do. No, that's true. That's true. You're not in a rush. Nope. You know, when you were talking about traveling, that reminded me of movies. And that made no sense at all. But it did remind me that we have to do yes. our countdown. Countdown. And the top 50 films top 50, and I know that you must see. You must see. According, according to, to um, Mental Floss. Yes, Mental Floss. And we're going to recap because we do this every single time. Boy, that last recap is going to be like the whole show. Yeah, so we left off last week at number 21, right? 21. And right. here is the... So now you have to recap 50 to 21. Yeah, we're going to do this quick. Is everybody ready for the recap? <laughs> number 50, Casablanca. Number 49, Once Upon a Time in the West. Number 48, Grave of the Fireflies. Number 47, The Prestige. Number 46, Whiplash. 45, The Untouchables. 44, Departed. Feel free to write these down if you, so you know to watch them. Some of them, just fucking skip it. 43, (laughs) City Lights. 42, probably the best one so far, Gladiator that I love. 41, Psycho. 40, Modern Times. 39, American History x 38, Terminator 2. 37, The Organist. I do that every time. <laughs> 37 is The Pianist. 36, Back to the Future. 35, The Lion King. 34, Harry Carey. 33, Usual Suspects. 32, Leon, the professional. 31, Interstellar. 30, the green mind. 29, Parasite, one of your favorites. 28, Spirited Away. 27, Saving Private Ryan, one of my favorites. 26, Star Wars Episode 4. Yes. 25, It's a Wonderful Life, which I haven't seen it all in its entirety. Only bits and pieces. 24, Silence of the Lambs. 23, City of God. 22, Life is Beautiful. 21, 7. And number 20 on the list. The Seven Samurai. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Well, of course. I've actually never seen The Seven Samurai. I can't even say it. The Seven Samurai. Yeah. But I've seen The Magnificent Seven. (laughs) Well. Which is basically the same movie. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's a Kurosawa film, I think. I th- you're right. It yeah. says here, at that time, most Japanese films cost 
about seventy nine thousand dollars to make. Right. So you know they was making those quick. Right. This film cost five hundred thousand. Right. Filmed in fifty four. Wow, I forgot about that. And it took a year to complete. But now we know it. Most people here know it is the Magnificent Seven. Right. And I don't know if you know who was in the Magnificent Seven, of but I'm sure. Yul Brenner, obviously. Obviously. Uh, James Corbin. That's not right. Yeah, that's right. Coburn. Coburn, yes. James yes. Coburn. James Coburn. Steve McQueen. McQueen. And the man from Uncle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Robert Vaughn. Robert Vaughn. Robert Vaughn. Forgot he was in it. Yeah. He kind of plays a wimp guy, but then comes back. Yeah. He's dressed all in black and everything. Yeah, I forgot about him. But I know, since we jumped off the subject, I know more about the Magnificent Seven than I do the Samurai. <laughs> right. The Seven Samurai. Now, in the Seven Samurai, I was Toshiro Mifune in that one? I think. I think he was. Yeah. I know he did a lot of movies with Akira Kurosawa. You can tell I'm a fan. Yes. Well, you know, speaking of Magnificent Seven, since we're here, there were actually four Magnificent Seven movies. I did not know that. So I, I looked either. it up. I didn't either. The Magnificent Seven, obviously the original. Then the return of the Magnificent Seven. And only Yul Brenner returned. And that's the only two I knew. Yeah, I did too. Then you have Guns. Of the Magnificent Seven. Don't re- I don't even remember. I don't that. know either. Which George Kennedy took over as the starting role. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then the last of the films is the Magnificent Seven Ride. And when I tried mm. to look this film up, it basically said they were all too old, and new guys came in. Oh, okay. And I don't know if Yul Brenner's in this, and he's too old to do anything. Yeah. But well, what year was the ride? In the 60s. Oh. No, 72. 72. Yeah. Okay. So he may have been too old. Yeah. But he was pretty old Westwood. Westwood. Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I, I, I dropped off after number two. I didn't even know there was a two. I knew it was a two, but I did not know it was a three and four. Till, and then there just was now. the remake of The Magnificent Seven. Did you see that? With Denzel Washington? Yeah. yeah. That wasn't bad. Yeah. You know how I am with remakes. You don't like cowboy movies. I like uh, I like cowboy movies, but remakes just. I watched me. a cowboy movie last night with uh, Harrison Ford, Cowboys versus Aliens. I saw that. Saw, that's kind of stupid. Oh, uh, wasn't uh, James Bond in that too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't play Bond. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miss Kitty, I'll have a martini, shake it, not stir. Okay, now, let's go to number 19. Now, really, I just don't think this should be on the list that Uh you have to see. Wait a minute, I have to get my ink pen out on this one. Number 19, Hamilton. What? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That the musical? The musical. Oh, no. Hamilton. No. You know, I I saw... I I don't care what anybody says. No. 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 I saw... Uh, what what is it? Lin Manuel Miranda, is that it? The guy that wrote Hamilton. Uh huh. I saw him in an episode of House. Oh really? An old episode of House. I slipped through the station, and he played a mental ward patient in it. 
but he was pretty good. He was rapping in it, too. <laughs> what number is this? 19. Oh, no. Stop. Now, look. Have I'm you still... seen Hamilton? No. <laughs> I saw it. You know I can't do that. I didn't see the movie. Mm-hmm. I saw a bootleg copy <laughs> on uh, that someone took in the audience from the original script, you know, the original from Broadway. Right. My son had it, and he gave it to me. I think you just dry snitched him, but go ahead. But and my son didn't take it. I know that. But, you know, I'm a history buff, so I kind of liked the history part. I, I, you know, it was okay. I mean, that movie does not write 19th. No. Okay. Now, now, now let me say this about that. I'm sure it's great. And I'm sure to play, and I know everybody went to see it. Yep. And I know it was a different take on it, but I just can't hand me that ink pen so I can write. I said, really? No, well, who does? Who? I just, you know me in musicals. Yeah. I can't, I don't care what the topic is. Now, I've seen some that I like, but I just can't do it. I never see one of the best musicals I can't stand. I don't like West Side Story. I don't see no. how people fight. I think it's kind of silly, but that's me. No, and I'm very biased against it. But I do like uh, Wicked, though. <laughs> stage play Wicked. And I did like, uh, what was the other one? Lion King. I didn't if you see, see it on stage. Wicked. I didn't see Wicked. Wicked is really good. But Lisa, my girlfriend, says it's great. And we're going to go. Oh, it's good. Next time. You know what I did see um, on stage was the, the Mormon one. Oh, yeah. The Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. I heard that was really oh. good. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you a quick story in the Book of Mormon. We're off subject, but give you a quick story. We were out to dinner with about 10 couples, and we were going to a play, and they were talking about the Book of Mormon. And Lisa said she's seen it three times. She loves it. Said it was hilarious, great. There was a lady that sat across the table and said, I thought it was disgusting. I thought it was horrible. It was blasphemy, like that. And immediately you wanted to see it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So immediately yeah. you thought, okay, let's go see that. All right. Well, let me tell you a quick story about Hamilton. Go ahead. My son went to see Hamilton in Chicago. Um, he bought four tickets, and total price was four fifty. When he got to Chicago, he sold two of them for fourteen hundred. So. Paid for his whole trip. Brilliant. And everything. And that's the other thing with these stage. The whole stage play musical thing drives me nuts because it's like, oh, well, like that. Like that. Okay. Now, this thing is on. This thing is on um, um, every night or four nights a week or whatever. Oh, but the tickets have to be, you know, 200 bucks a piece because it's because it's popular. And, oh, you, you got to see it on Broadway. And it's like. It's the same play. And then they do it. Every, it drives me insane. Well, I'm so biased against musicals. Yes. I will tell you, no way in the world. Okay, here. Are you telling me that you should see Hamilton before you see The Godfather? Really? Well, no, 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 no. It's got it as 19. Godfather could be one. Oh, The Godfather's not there yet. No, we haven't got to The Godfather. Did we? No. No, no we, we didn't get to The Godfather. Okay, my mistake. It better be there. Okay, so I'll, I'll even go to number 50. You should see Hamilton before you see Casablanca. Really? No. Come on. 
uh, all right. I'm assuming. Or these, these, hot tub time machine. Oh, yeah, hot tub time machine. I'm assuming this is the order. It's just not random. So you're right. Uh, okay, number 18. All right. Number 18, one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, yeah, that's good. That That's a good movie. I got a couple Excellent. little tidbits on that. Yeah. You know what? I might know some of these. Hit me. Okay, the first choice to play in Cuckoo's Nest, you ready, was Kurt Douglas. But now. Because? Because he sent in a play to the producer of One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest, and it never got to him. Okay, he got lost. So you know this story. Okay. It's pretty cool. And they, they hated each other. They or Douglas hated him for a while, but it got lost in the mail. Nobody ever got in touch with each other. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, then Gene Hackman was thought, and Brando, and the uh, director's personal favorite was uh, Burt Reynolds. Really? Yeah. That would have changed Burt Reynolds' yeah. whole career. Um, and Nurse Ratchet wasn't the first. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Louise Fletcher? Yeah, wasn't the first. <laughs> I could see this, Anne Bancroft. She could play the nurse. Now, this one here, well, first of all, the other one, Geraldine Page, was one. Really? Yeah. Now, this one here, I could see those two. Not so much Geraldine Page. I could see Bancroft. Oh, and, easily. And easily. Now, one of the other ones was Angela Lansbury. Yeah, well, you know, but back then she was uh, she was a serious, but really all, good actress. All, all we know her from is Murder that She Murder wrote. She Wrote, yeah. and she was just a joke. Now you skipped them. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Hold on a second. Let me turn the microphone over. It looks like he wants to do this. I guess he don't. <laughs> I thought this was my segment. I always say, "Do you know anything else?" No. Just wanted to jump in. <laughs> All right. So go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> so also there's lots of non-actors in the movie. I didn't know that either. Kind of like Hamilton. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> One of the biggest non-actors was the guy who, if you remember, they took the fishing boat out. The captain of the fishing boat. He was like somebody in town. Okay, but what the captain did, this is very, I had no idea what the captain did. He was, I guess, where it was filmed has a a, a Native American population. And so he was big in the Native American community. Mm -hmm. So he said, look, man, I got this guy that would be perfect in your movie. Oh, really? Big six foot five chief. Oh, that's how that happened. That's how that happened. The guy, I, see, I would have thought he was in a movie before that. Sure. That was his first movie. I didn't know that. I, I still don't believe that. I think I've seen him before that. I know I saw him after. I was going to say, you probably saw him after. But I thought I saw him before. Well, you know what the deal is? You probably saw him before you saw Cuckoo's Nest. Because Cuckoo's yeah. Nest was older. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, his name's Will Sampson. So... But also, oh, got to flip the page. 
Now, here's something that I found very interesting. The stars, they didn't have their own trailers. They all lived in the mental hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. And uh, another thing was Louise Fletcher, was she felt like she wasn't, the, the, the actors weren't connecting with her, that they were just looking at her as Nurse Ratchet. Right. Which is a term that now just sticks. Sticks. Anytime you go into the hospital and something happens, I had Nurse Ratchet. I had Nurse Ratchet. Right, right. That's exa- that is absolutely true. So in the middle of the, one of the scenes with all the guys sitting around in the circle, you might have used to have the mm-hmm. thing, she walked in and took all of her clothes on went completely naked. For real? For real. <laughs> in front of them all. Damn. It kind of broke the ice. Also, this was the first movie to win all big five Oscars in 40 years. Mm-hmm. And I think we got them all on the list. Yeah, because you did one last week. Yeah. Um, one was uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. And then... Cuckoo's Nest and then something else. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's on the list. Hold on. Let me no, it's, it's not on the list. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it was the first movie to win all five Oscars in 40 years and... The other one, we got Silence of the Lambs. Right. And the other one, it happened one night. I don't know if it's coming up. I haven't looked at the list either. Yeah, it could be coming up. Okay. Number 17. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. He does have something there. So, Kirk Douglas was originally considered for the role, or wanted the role, right? And it stung particularly hard that he didn't get the role. Because Michael Douglas was the producer. Yeah. His son produced the movie. Yes. And daddy couldn't get the role. <laughs> went to Jack Nicholson. He's too old. He I went read to Jack daddy. Nicholson. Um, I also saw that, you, you know, Danny DeVito's in the movie. Right. Danny DeVito literally thought he was going crazy because he started talking to an imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. In the movie, mm-hmm. and they li- and and I don't know what this actor's name is, but you'll know him. He played bit part. Mm-hmm. I should look him up, get mm-hmm. his name, in case he's still alive. I I don't know if he is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the guy that cried mm-hmm. in in the scene all the time? Oh, sure. He literally. They had to call in medical. They thought he literally was having a nervous breakdown during Damn. the movie. That's intense. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Number 17. You ready for this? Uh-oh. Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. Goodfellas. Probably one of the best casts ever put together. I mean, you've got... Who do you have? Yeah, you got Joe Pesci. You got Ray Liotta. Yep. Of course, you got Bobby D. Not Bob, not Robert Duvall, but Robert De Niro. Yeah. And you have... Uh, what's his face? Who has the daughter? Um uh, Savino, Paul Savino. Yeah, I got is him. In on that. Who you else got, is in uh, there? Um, um, Bracco. Is that oh, right? Lorraine Bracco. Yeah. yeah. Who, you got? You got Samuel Jackson. Samuel. Oh yeah, he ooh, Skeeter or yeah, something like yeah. that. He. Yeah. yeah, that dude. He was supposed to take the van back, and he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, to me, that's one of the best mafia movies besides Gotti. Oh, well, yeah. You know, and, well, yeah. And why is that? Because I was in Goddard. Uh, of course, yeah. I was not in Goodfellas. I 
Don't know why they didn't ask me. Oh well. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. If they made Goodfellas now, mm-hmm. they would probably ask me to be in it. Exactly. And I'm gonna tell you why. No, no, no. No. no why, why would they tell? You? Why, why would they, they tell me? Yes. Why would they? Because want? Goodfellas was made. Mm-hmm. There are 27 actors mm-hmm. that were in Goodfellas that were in The Sopranos. Oh, really? So if they would have made Goodfellas later on, right? I may have been. Maybe, in Goodfellas you've, maybe you'd been in because I was in Gotti as a mafia guy. Look how they connect. Look how Steve is seven degrees to of Steve. To Steve, that's right. Man, how about that, that twenty-seven actors. I did not realize were in, that. Uh, I mean, you got. I will say them by not their real names, but if you watch Soprano, Christopher. Yeah, remember Christopher? He was, he was Spider. Spider. He gets shot. Michael Imperioli. Um, Paulie Walnuts. Yeah. Uh, Big Puss. Yeah. Um, let's see. Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lorraine Bronco. Yeah. You know, I, I'm trying. Some I'm of trying them to think. Are, uh, was Little Steven in that? Was he? He couldn't have been in Goodfellas. No, he wasn't in Goodfellas. Steven Van Zandt. He wasn't in Goodfellas. No. no. You know, it's 27 if you look it up. And it'll actually, I found a site where it'll show the picture of them in Goodfellas mm-hmm. and then a picture of them in, in and, the and so- it kind of fades sure. to the soprano. Huh. But you got, oh, I know who else is in it. Um, the guy that took over uh, Johnny Sachs' group. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Phil. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, Phil's yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Man, Goodfellas was good. Of course, you can't say Goodfellas without saying, no, 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 really, really. I make you, what do you mean, funny? How am I funny? <laughs> I amuse you like I'm a clown? I've heard that that was ad-libbed. I don't know. That's possible. But I've read that somewhere, that that was ad-libbed. Well, I, I think that scene, if you remember, that scene was in, the Sopranos. Was it? Oh, yeah. I didn't remember Same that. scene. I didn't know that. The exact same scene. You remember? Uh, I mean, they did it on purpose, or they said, we're going to do the Goodfellas scene? No. They didn't do it on purpose. It was in the show. Okay. They didn't. Tony's right-hand man. What was his name in the show? Sil. Sil. Yeah. Silvio Dante. That's remember, the the dude was, remember the dude was sweeping up? The cheat, the crumbs under Sill after he was losing his oh. poker game. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah, Sill didn't forget. shoot the guy. Yeah, I forgot. He just said, uh, he said, I want to clean this up. How did yeah, Sill put it? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I know what he said. I, can I say down there? What the hell? What's that What's that difference? Remember, he was cleaning up around Sill's feet. Uh-huh. And Sill said he was losing. Sill was losing. Uh-huh. What are you doing? Why do you do? Why are you cleaning up here? I just want to get the crumbs. Leave the crumbs there. And he throws the food down. And the guy says he keeps doing it. And he says, "I want to get that. Mo- I like the mozzarella. Remember? Oh right, 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 right. Oh yeah. I put the yeah. mozzarella in my socks <laughs> to make them smell. Oh uh, we. Yeah, I forgot about that. That is the same That's scene. The same scene. Except yeah. somebody doesn't get killed. Right. Well, he didn't kill that waiter. He just hit him in the head with a bottle. Remember. No, um, didn't he? He killed, what's his name, right? Michael? Uh, no. Spider, didn't he? 
shot him. Oh, Spider, he shot in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I he thought shot, you didn't kill him. That's right. Yeah. Shot him in the foot. I thought you were talking about the I amuse you scene. But no, I get yeah. it. I yeah. get what you're saying now. It was like a poker game. Wasn't yeah. It? They shot Spider in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Joe Pesci is like, ah, he'll be all right. <laughs> Do you remember, speaking of shooting him in the foot, remember in The Sopranos where uh, Christopher went in the bakery, shot the guy in the foot? Shot the guy in the foot. Yeah. Took it right from yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, those are the 27 actors. Well, I didn't name all 27, but those are the main ones that you can get. Number 24. And number 16 on the list. I feel controversy coming. Well, okay. Not so much on this one. Mm -hmm. But I think there might have been three or four. Okay. The Matrix. Oh. Now, I, I'm not one to say, I mean, I guess, okay, as a movie, made you think, is this possible? And, but, like, I couldn't even understand the last one. I had no idea what was going on. But, anyway, it says here, The Matrix. What do you think of The Matrix? You like it? Uh-oh. <laughs> What'd you drop by then? Did you like it? Yes. I liked The Matrix. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. It was good. But well, what I, but would I see The Matrix before Goodfellas? No. Shit. No. All right. Well, here, here's a couple things that you may not have known about The Matrix. Number one, it began as a comic book. Did you know that? I don't think I did. The city, the unnamed city, in the Matrix is Sydney, Australia. Oh, didn't know that. I didn't know. Didn't even care. True. <laughs> I never I sat there. I have never sat in a movie cinema and said, "Wonder where they're at." Oh, I did. Although I can tell lots of times. About the only I tell you, the only time I ever do that is when they show New York City and it's an old movie and you see the Twin Towers. Right. Right. Other than that, I, I don't really. You know, I watched an entire movie and wondered where they were. You know what it was? Uh-uh. Purple Rain. Because they never say what year it is or they never say where they are. <laughs> speaking of never saying where they no, are. I figured they were in Minneapolis because it was Prince, but yeah. Sp- speaking of never saying where they are, the Simpsons have been on like 21 years. They live in Springfield, but they never say where it is. Deliberately never say what state it's in. That's just a little. A little tidbit. A little tidbit. Okay, um, Keanu Reeves wasn't the first choice. Mm-hmm. Will Smith turned it down, mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage. Will Smith turned it down for the classic Wild Wild West. Right. You know, which, I've heard him tell. You ever hear him tell that story? Uh-huh. It's hilarious. Well, go ahead. I'm not sure who Nicolas Cage. If he turned it down for what? But uh, they also considered. They didn't ask him. They just considered him. Cruz, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. DiCaprio, all, you know, all the all the main ones. Hmm. Hmm. I also found out that Morpheus wasn't original. Samuel Jackson was offered. Sean Connery was offered Morpheus. Really? Yes, but he just, it, it, exactly what it said, he just didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see him that too. I just don't get it. I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. 
I don't understand. Speaking of, I don't get it. Did you ever see that in the birdcage? Oh, man. Gene Hack- I just don't understand. He never knew what now, was going on through uh-huh. the whole movie. Here, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Every scene in the movie where they're in the computer mm-hmm. is green tinted. Oh, yeah. And they never use green at all outside right. of the... I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah, the green screens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they use on the weather maps. Here. No, 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 no. They tint it. Oh, the whole screen, not the green screen. Oh, they did they? The whole area was kind of a green color. Yeah. To be, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know. That. And they never used it at all, except when guys would be looking at computers. Oh, I everything didn't know else that. was. I have to watch it next time to see that. All right. And supposedly everything outside of the Matrix, he said, was they used a blue tint. I don't understand why that would be. Right. But, uh, man, I just had a tidbit on the Matrix, and I, and I, when I went to that stupid-ass greens shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot it. Oh, I know what it was. The You know, the the scene, that the fight scene with him and Kate Moss when they go into the play, which is one of the best fight scenes ever. Oh, with right. The gun, in the, in right. the lobby. That was a three-minute scene. took 10 hours to film. Oh, I can imagine. And none of it is special effects. It is all. Oh, really? Yeah. I now have to no, watch that no scene spe- again. Yeah. No special effects. But, and I know you'll know this because you're a football fan. Do you remember the effect that they used? That the, the, the complete around uh-huh. the area effect. Right. They used that technology that year in the Super Bowl for the first for time. For the first time? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That was the last one? That's our last one. The Matrix? The Matrix. Number 16 on the list. I'm going to tell you right now, and I know we're going to do this at the end, but I'm getting rid of The Matrix, and I'm getting rid of Hamilton and Interstellar. Yeah. They have to go. I can replace those. In those in those positions, I can replace them. I, I could keep The Matrix if you moved it way down the list. Like at 51. Because... <laughs> Because there's a couple movies on there, I'd be like, I'm going to tell you right now. Well, it's personal opinion. I don't ever need to see The Pianist. Ever. Uh, I don't care if it was good or not. I never need to see it. It was good. It was all right. Wait a minute. Let me make sure I'm thinking of the right one. Yes. The Pianist with Adrian Brody. Yeah. It's actually really good. But I really don't need to see it. The description description is what's making you not want to see it. But it's actually really good. I would rather see The Matrix. At least I'm people trying to are decide. killed well, in the Matrix. Well, you, well that's you true. You, but, you don't know. But shoot them ups. Well, you, that's what I'm saying. The pen is probably, the description probably makes you think is something different yeah, than I, it I, is. I, I don't want to see it. It's actually wanna, really good. No, I'm not. Um, Simple as that. But. Um, Why isn't the Wizard of Oz on here? It should be on there before the Matrix. Yeah. Maybe it is. I was trying I to think. I haven't looked myself. I was, I was trying to think which one I would rather watch, the Matrix. Well, or maybe what? we should do this at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything against the Matrix, but not number 16. No way. No. No way, Shady. I still think some Cagney needs to be in there. Edward G. Robinson. I think so, too. Well, Steve, we've rambled on. Yes, we have. 
I'm another. A, I'm yawning. Another. Yeah. He rambled on it's so much. Bedtime for Steve. And go night night. You know, a full show this week, and it's time for me to ask you: What did we learn? What did we learn this week? We learned that if an ex asks you to move in with your current significant other, the answer is no. no. Don't do it. It's not going to end well. If you don't believe me, go listen to the March 30th podcast of the Slay Queens podcast. We learned. Bryson City. Yeah, we learned to go to Bryson City. Yes. And you go to the Biltmore, which used to be 125,000 acres. Now it's what? 8,000. 8,000. Oh, it's a tiny little place. Small. Just a small piece of land. Small piece. And take the train ride. And take the train ride. Train ride was, was fun. And while you're in the Biltmore, if you have to go to the bathroom, you have 43 choices. should have no problem. You should have no problem finding the bathroom. But we learned that Steve could only find one. One. That's all they showed us. Did they have any sanitizer in there? You couldn't go in. They just showed it to you. Oh. I mean, you couldn't use the bathrooms in the Biltmore. They had bathrooms outside. <laughs> Hell, everybody would want to take a shit in the Biltmore. <laughs> <laughs> I would. The first thing I'd say when I came back. We also learned that they could <laughs> they could save a ton of time and money by just putting a sign out front of the Billmore yeah. saying, tram this way, walk this way. Yeah, simple. We also learned that you should listen to the Chat Smash podcast, and you should listen to Life Paranormal with V podcast. Uh, two good podcasts, and you can find both of those reviewed on Podchaser. Or you can go on Twitter and type in hashtag 5K review and find my reviews of both of those. And then finally, we learned that this top 50 movie list is going to drive me crazy the closer it gets to number one. And you want, and we'll review 20 through 16. 20, the Seven Samurai. 19, Hamilton. 18, One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. 17, Goodfellas, 16, Matrix. There you go. So we're getting to the nitty-gritty now. I don't don't know where the nitty-gritty is, but we're getting to it. You know. I wonder if that's on the list. You never never notice, you never hear people say, I'm at the nitty-gritty. You're always getting to the nitty-gritty. Getting to the nitty-gritty. But we're going to get at the nitty-gritty. Whatever that is. Three more weeks. Three more weeks. Good Lord. Now, remember, on that last week, you got to do 50 through 5. <laughs> you better start doing some push-ups. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening. Thank our studio audience again. We're back at it. Soon to be out on the veranda. But we're back at it with the studio audience. We're working on getting refreshments in here. We're going to keep this glass up between them because a lot of these people look sketchy in the crowd. I'm just saying. How many of you out there only had your chef? How many out you have? How many of you out there have had your shots? Right. Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. We need to say this beforehand so we can escort those individuals that haven't out. Yeah, I'm just going to keep behind the glass. I'm not leaving till it's empty. But thanks, everybody, for coming in please and listening. But please like and subscribe, download our episodes, and uh, check out the aforementioned podcast. As always, check out all of our Cincinnati-based podcasts, Slate Queens and A Cincy Fan Talking. And we're always on the lookout for other Cincinnati-based podcasts. So with that, that's all I have, Steve. You? Got nothing. All right, I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. Thanks for listening, everybody.